What has God done for me? Intercession for closet worshipers. This episode is a lost episode that I've never had the opportunity to share. I was waiting on the Lord to reveal its right time, and I believe this is it. Father God, in Jesus' name, you are such an amazing God, and I can't thank you enough for what you have done for me in my life. The first Bible verse I learned was Matthew chapter 5, verse 16 from the song, I learned at the time, this little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. To this day, I still love that song and I teach it to children. Whenever I would sing that song, I would, it would put joy in my heart. I remember being a little girl singing that song. It's a blessing to be 33 years old and that song still brings joy to my heart. Matthew 5:16 reads, let your light shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your father in heaven. I have a better understanding of what God was telling us. I didn't realize how important it was to shine our, the light of Christ until now. I wasn't ready, but I told everyone I was. I thought I was grown and stopped listening to people because I didn't truly know how to listen. I came from a family that if they tell you what to do, even if you don't want to do it, they make you. They get angry and claim no and claim no one ever loved them, no one listens to them. But they didn't realize that I can't do 10 things at once. And I couldn't do those things on my own at times. That cut me from listening to anyone, also being because of the bad things they told me to do. The only research I would trust is from something I read or learned through experience. I realized that 18 years old, you are what you are taught doesn't have to be your full life. And that's also when you're considered an adult. I couldn't wait for the day to finally be able to live my own life. Yippee, I don't have to answer to anyone. I'm grown. So I didn't try to learn how to be grown. I just let life pass until I was 18 years old. I did, I made a lot of mistakes in my teenage years. I used to love to sing and dance. Back then, there was cassette tapes and VCRs. I listened to music so much, it became my life. I knew all the songs. I was like a walking Shazam in today's time. I had to be, it was expected of me. What's that new song and do that little dance? I was making friends and everyone used to love to ask me to sing or dance. I knew so many songs. I used to sing in the hallway. Me and my oldest sister used to print lyrics offline and would learn the songs from church as well. We used to love to do dance routines, but she always wanted to take over and leave me with no space. When Destiny's Child came out, my sister was making a dance routine to every song. It was five girls, and we all knew how to sing, dance, and write poems. We all wanted to be a family group. My oldest sister wanted to be like Beyonce. I wanted to be like Kelly, and my older sister wanted to be like Latavia. I practiced and practiced. My life after 
my sister ran away from home, gave me the more space to dance in my own room. My older sister got us hanging out with friends, got into hanging out with her friends. At first, I used to sing and dance in the bathroom so I can have privacy. Then, once I used to have the room to myself, I would dance all day and night. I would do it for hours. I used to play really loud music when I was in middle school and high school. I made okay grades and started sneaking and dancing in the bathroom hallways at school. I would say I used to dance a lot. It would make me feel great to later find out Dancing and other exercises will cause your brain to release endorphins. It seemed like everyone wanted to see me dance and try to fight me sometimes. I didn't have to fight. I would beat them in a dance contest. Music was a huge part of my life. It was an outlet for me to release my pain. Then once I turned 18, I was going to the club all the time. I was finally around loud music. I'm ready to dance. When I heard the loud music, I got so excited, I, I started to itch. It makes me think of dancing when I hear the loud music. I used to dance all night long in the club in heels. I had fun, but I wasn't doing my college work. I wanted to dance more than anything. I tried to find a dance class, but they all moved too slow for me. I never thought to lead a class or try to pursue anything in that career. At the time, I didn't know there were opportunities outside of Hollywood that involved dancing. I just automatically thought to go to school to have a better job and make money. My dreams of being on TV dancing got crushed in high school. I used to skip class to smoke weed and dance. Sometimes I would sneak and dance. Dancing was always an escape for me, and so was my writing. In life, I can say there are two things I've always truly felt free from my problems. Once I went to college, I realized so much had changed in a few months. I had fun that summer and didn't want it to end. I kept dancing. Once I got pregnant with my daughter at 19, my life changed so much I couldn't dance anymore. I was always sick and I was expected to calm down because I was pregnant. When I danced a lot, I didn't care for food much. All I would do is eat junk food, drink water and dance. My life changed. I went from being a desiring artist to a single mom. Once I got pregnant, I learned about the statistics of, of about American girls. At first I was doing business and later I wanted to change to psychology in college as my majors. But I had so much energy I couldn't sit still. I thought it was I thought school was boring. I gave up on my psychology dream when I found out I needed one myself to get over this depression that was suppressed with weed, food, and other people around me. Adulthood came faster than I could keep up with. I was in college making old grade grades because I wanted to party. 
Once I had my daughter, I had to drop out of college. I was feeling great the first three months. I had help. Then the light turned off. I wanted to be an adult, but didn't know how to be one. I wasted the best years of my life chasing my quote unquote dream. I had a child with no money to feed her with. I couldn't hustle like I used to. I got so depressed. I stopped smoking weed because I was pregnant with my daughter. My friends, so-called friends left me because I got pregnant and we couldn't hang out anymore. Instead of me smoking weed, skipping class and dancing, still out of stores to get clothes and stuff, I chose to throw the opportunity of having a college education away. Luckily, I got another chance. Once my daughter got a little older, I turned to food for comfort. I spent that time eating, trying other foods besides chips and sandwiches. I learned how to cook at a young age, starting at nine. I was home more. I later got food stamps and knew if I couldn't do anything else for my daughter, I would be able to make sure she always had food. That led us down a path to obesity. I used to cook as much as I could. I preferred going out to eat though. Once I couldn't pursue what I truly what truly made me happy, I sat in depression. The more I ate and sat in front of the television, the sadder I had become. I like to be active and I've had my many fair share of spankings for not wanting to sit still. I was looking for something to do. I realized how to do so many things and God said to me, he's gonna use what I know to teach others. I said, but God, I've only been saved for eight years. I used to make fun of Christians calling them boring in my mind. I never cared for church. How can you use me, God? A 24-year-old woman who tried so many things at the time I was 24, that had tried so many things to fill in a void that only God can truly fill. I was so hungry and thirsty for a chance to prove that I can be independent. I ran too many, I ran to many of my friends' homes, going from one pillow to post to the next trying to stay away from negativity, my mom and the rest of my family, and trying to find something to help me or someone to help me. God was always calling me, but I didn't want my family to know at first. I tried for two years until I went to jail and stealing two years on and off between the ages of 22 to 24. I wasn't learning anything. I used to get sleeping but I wanted my daughter to know God because I didn't know a lot about the Lord. There's about six churches on the block where I'm from. I tried them all. I didn't like them much. The people were kind of rude and acted like zombies. They didn't know what was happening before or after I left. My first year with God was hard after rededicating when I turned 24. I almost gave up. I was finna be done for good. I met my sister in Christ. She prayed for me and my ex-husband at the time. 
I felt the Holy Spirit for the first time. She said she's going to keep in touch and we can do Bible studies together. She helped me a lot. There is a song I heard by William McDowell called I Give Myself Away. At first, I couldn't stand gospel music. It was too slow for me. One night, I was living in a homeless shelter at the time. I played the song. My knees were hurting so bad. I prayed, got up, started moving around. A feeling came over me that I never felt before. I didn't want that feeling to leave me. For the first time in my life, I felt like I was dancing and God was in the room watching me. Fast forward to today. In my alone time, when I first got saved, I had to make drastic decisions to cut people, places, and things off who held titles in my life that had treated me badly and told me things like God doesn't talk to us. At first, when God was telling me good things that helped me change, at first, everyone was all for it until I had to choose to be homeless on the streets. The shelter kicked me out. I couldn't find another job in time. I had to go back to my mom's house. When my daughter and I prayed together in the shelter, I didn't think by be moving to another city, I would live the life I've always prayed for, to have a chance to be on my own. At first, I was thinking I got kicked out of the shelter as a bad thing, but there were so many blessings that happened after. I was a newlywed. My first year in Christ was looking kind of bright. My ex-husband and I split after we got married, shortly after we got married. He was still wanting to live worldly. The times he wasn't with me, at first I used to cry. My life had revolved around him. So instead of me blowing him up, calling and texting and trying to figure out what was going on, I started worshiping God and wanting to be separate from the bad things of this world. Many years ago, when I tried to live my life for Christ, I began to get persecuted the older I got. I turned my life over to the Lord at four years old, backslid at 13, rededicated at 24. We was together, but he was depending on me too much to do it all, and I couldn't do everything. I realized that the, at that moment, I wanted more out of life. I thought getting married and building a family is what he truly wanted, but he didn't show those signs. He did a lot of talking, but didn't step up. Once God told me to move away from my family, at this time, I didn't hate them. I just wanted to be out on my own like the rest of them. Once I moved away, I prayed a lot. As of today, I have grown in the last eight years that God has a message written in John 3.16. For God, you so love the world that you've given your only begotten son. Whosoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. When that verse, when that Bible verse was first introduced to me, it opened my eyes so wide. I was hungry and thirsty for God, but too ashamed of my past and too embarrassed to admit it. God loves everyone and not what others say. Many people I have learned 
can either quote Bible, quote the Bible, and too stubborn to apply it, or only know very little info and brag about what they do know and look down on others and call for calling them out. After the way everyone treated me, the heavy persecution I experienced when I moved on to another city to have a new start. My older sister was the only one that thought it was a good idea and helped us when we needed it. After that, I became a closet worshiper. I isolated myself from any any and everyone. I had been to over 20 churches trying to find where do I fit in? These people are ripoffs and complain and I complained about every church I went to, but yet I never tried to have a ministry for myself or to step up and do ministry in their church. I was too afraid of what others would say about me. I remember the hurtful things I said out of arrogance and ignorance. Now the very place I avoided at all costs, I now needed a church home doing things that I desired to do, but it was in the closet. God, you said in your word, we must serve you through both spirit and in truth. When I was a babe, I chased spirit-filled churches, some filled with demons entertaining us. The pastors believed by compromising that would bring more members and the people give the pastor so many expectations and none of us have read the Bible. I like to read when it's peace and quiet and take notes like I'm in school again. I learn throughout life. We're always learning and growing. That happens constantly throughout our whole life. I knew others did Bible study, but they didn't seem as excited as me. I was told in so many words to tone down because I was too Christian. I was so free in the Lord. I tried to learn to tone down, but it didn't fit me. I wasn't happy. No matter who or where I went, I always felt out of place. Sometimes being a Christian, I used to feel embarrassed because people would say mean things about them based on a bad experience. That hurt me. I wanted to show people I'm a believer, but I'm not like those other believers. I felt bad because they called themselves believers, but treated others badly and judged them, persecuted as well. I was always a bubbly person. So many things that made me feel comfortable with who I am. People have said mean things about me and God. They like me sometimes when I mention God, but the moment I mentioned God, the whole vibe with them changed. Then I started listening to their stories and realized so many people are either hungry and thirsty for God, got lost along the way, discouraged, fell, fell short and wants God, but has been taught by others not to seek him first. There are many believers that may have tried church and didn't like it, but is looking to be closer to God. Once he saves us and cleanses us, he then used us to go out and bring people to Christ. I later read Hebrews chapter five. Some people rush into ministry too quickly 
or don't consult God because they wasn't taught how. I pray in Jesus' name from this day on, Lord, you have been leading the way. I pray that you will continue to lead the way in our lives. They always preach about gathering and assembly. I tried. I never felt like I fit in. My whole life, I struggled to find that place for me. I struggled to know who God truly is. I got to one place in the Lord and stepped and stopped. I started building a relationship with God and I cut everyone off to do so. So then I was stuck in a bind. Either I have my friends and family and social experiences or I have God or lonely. So I thought I worked many hours on different jobs. I was so thankful to even have a job based on my past and I was able to advance. I worked and prayed and went home. I went to church, but I didn't mingle much. I graduated from cosmetology school when I was at a good church. He was saying things from the Bible. I didn't know that was, I didn't know they were in there. I kept thinking he was lying until I kept checking for myself. And there it was. I prayed for a good church for many years, but didn't know in order to grow in the Lord, the next step after being a babe is let he led me to Hebrews chapter five, verses 11 through 14. I didn't learn and apply this passage years ago. There is much more we would like to say about this, but it is difficult to explain, especially since you are spiritually dull and don't seem to listen. Verse 12, you have been believers so long now that you ought to be teaching others. Instead, you need someone to teach you again the basic things about God's word. You are babies who need milk and cannot eat solid food. Verse 13, for someone who lives on milk is still an, is still an infant and doesn't know how or to do what is right. Solid food is for those who are mature, who through training has the skills to recognize the difference between right and wrong. I realized last season, he was trying to heal me from my past. I tried to bury it to please others around me. And I kept, and it kept coming back to me. I felt like it was haunting me. I started therapy a few years ago and God used my therapist to help me find him again. I had to let go of the woman that I had become. I would always pray to become the woman that God called me to be. I truly didn't realize I was an adult doing the things I've always dreamed of until last year. Everything came crashing down. He told me to move again. He did, I did. When I first came to Christ, I wanted everyone to be free. My shortcomings made me feel like I wasn't good enough because I didn't have money or the social status. Through the years, God taught me to make clothes, cook, clean, dance, sing, read, write, cut, and style hair, serving, and the list goes on. 
I'm asking God. I have always been passionate about helping others, but how? Teaching? No, how can I teach? And I'm always in need of a teacher, but I do love to learn. I realized I wasted some of the best years of my life chasing the desires of the flesh. It ended up empty every time. I asked God, how do I teach the Bible when I've never read the full Bible? Then comes in the doubt. I was trying to tell others to help. It never goes right that way. They don't end up being serious. Now God has placed so many opportunities in front of me. And if I would have chose to sit in fear of what others would say or think, I wouldn't have learned anything. I don't have time to research everything. Thank God every time I prayed, he sent help for me. I had to let go of my pride to see God in my life. I had to let go of past failures, fears, anger, shortcomings, and pain for God to come into my life fully. I felt so bad after these years. He's given me so much and I have nothing. The life I once knew is gone. I was desiring abundant life. I turned down ministry in the beginning because I didn't understand it. Working for the kingdom is just like working in the streets and working for the world. He, however, God treats us much better. Very good benefits. I came to God. He said, this world, I said, this world is evil. I want to make a difference. He opened doors for me as being a person who couldn't go to church and don't look like a typical church goer, but God didn't look at my background like they did in the world. God truly forgave me and gave me a second chance. He said to me, show them what I have already taught you about worship. When I worship you, Lord, I feel so free. I love being in your presence. Many don't know how to get into your presence. The way you showed me is through worship. I don't have many of the material things, some by choice, because I would rather give it up than to lose it. These last eight years, I learned so much about you, Lord, and I thank you for giving me an opportunity to share how great you are. I will admit, I was a closet worshiper. The more I did, the dimmer the light got. In order, the more I did for the world, the dimmer the light got. In order to truly have you, Lord, I learned we can't put limits on what you can do. Life and death is truly in the power of the tongues. You are a jealous God and you don't have favorites. We will all be treated the same on judgment day. The same 24 hours you give me, everyone has the same opportunities. Lord, I'm choosing to serve you. I realize in order to be closer to you, we have to separate from the world by spending time with you. Reading your word and applying what you say is plenty to keep us busy. No need to flip-flop on a channel. I can flip a page. I realize we wake up every when we wake up every minute counts. More and more time could continue to pass me like pass me by like it did before. I can't keep giving the world the best years of my life. 
you have blessed me with. You brought me through so much in my life, Father, and I cannot thank you enough. This is a prayer and an intercession for closet worshipers who are afraid to let people know that they serve you because they're afraid of what others may say or think. I pray that in Jesus' name, that as this intercession is going up, that you will speak to our hearts, Father, and soften our hearts to receive your will and not the will of the enemy. Lord, I give your mighty name glory, praise and honor, for you are more than worthy to be praised. This I ask in Jesus' name, Lord. Help us to come closer to you. Help us to see more of you and less of ourselves. I pray that, Father, for the ones that are struggling in the darkness, Lord. Help them to be connected with more believers. Help us to be bold for the kingdom of God. And this I ask in Jesus' name, Lord. Amen. Mm-hmm.